0: to the Stanley Street Social Podcast presented by MAP. My name's Alex Clements and please support our supporting partner in MAP Apparel by heading to their website, MAP.cc, to check out their latest range of cycling apparel and also pick you up, obviously, the best in the business from a performance and design perspective. It's been uh, helping us get through this somewhat tough COVID-19 period on the turbo And they've been a supporting partner of us since the get-go of this podcast. Today on the show, we've got Caleb Ewan, arguably the fastest man in the world before racing came to a halt due to the global pandemic. We chat about maybe the biggest change in his life over the last couple of years, his daughter Lily, and how that's affected his training and approach to the sport. We chat about how he's been uh, approaching training, what what his training actually involves, his views on e-racing and a little bit of an insight into his day-to-day life in Monaco. You may have heard also that we've finally replaced the free MP3 file download we had for our intro track for the last three and a half seasons. Um, It was supposed to be uh, a very temporary sound but it, it turned into a little bit of a feature of the podcast but uh we have got have got a new sound but also a new visual look um the stanley street social brand has a new a new color scheme a new logo and you can check that out throughout all our social platforms but also you probably notice it through the tile of this podcast so we can hear your thoughts on that and what you think of the show um so please reach out and i hope you enjoy this interview with caleb
1: it's actually good because like i saw her like crawling for the first time and all that kind of stuff because yeah usually um yeah when you're well as you would know as well like when you're away so much racing and everything you miss out on a lot of stuff and i was like sure i'm gonna miss out on her walking and crawling for the first time so um it's nice that yeah, I get to be here and and see her like development every day. Because like every day is like she just gets better and better and better. Um so it's nice to be here for that actually. And as well, I wasn't gonna be here for her first birthday, but I'm guessing now I will be because it's on the eleventh of June, so I don't think I'll be anywhere. Um, so that's also pretty nice.
0: So is this this a positive to come out of the current scenario or a massive positive in a way?
1: Yeah. Yeah, I mean, like, it sucks that um, I don't get to race right now and don't get to train properly and I'm kind of, like, locked inside and everything. But, um, you know, every other year and, like, in the past, I don't know, five years or six years, however long I've been pro, or even before that on 23s. It's just, your life's always the same. You're just racing, and then once you turn pro, you're racing the same races every year. Um, my program, like, this year would be exactly the same as last year. Um, so it's just, like, repetitive, the same thing every year, the same dates. You know, in July, you're at the Tour, in May, you're at Giro. Um, January, you're in Australia, you're doing Tour Down Under. So it's just, like, the same repetitive thing every year whereas now this is I guess it's changed it because now I'm not racing, I'm not training like I'm supposed to but you know my daughter's only going to be you know 10 months old once or I think I'll, I'll probably be home from when she's nine months to maybe one or one in one month um, and uh, now I get to be with her every day for those times and they're changing so much during that time. Um, so yeah, I think you probably, she's probably going to be developing the most during this time than, than she will, I don't know, ever, but, um, so yeah, that's nice to, to be here and, and, and see her development and everything Whereas usually I wouldn't be.
0: So in terms of the, the whole situation, if you take the global pandemic out of it, you're doing well.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um Yeah, I don't mind it. Like, uh, obviously, I love being with my family. So, um, this has just forced me to to stay at home and and spend time with them. So, um, obviously, it's, if I could choose, obviously, I wouldn't want what's happening to happen because there's obviously it's bad for for the world. But um, yeah, for me personally. As long as I stay healthy and everything and my family stays healthy, then um, it's actually been a, a nice time to, to spend together. How
0: have you found becoming a dad? Because how old are you? You're...
1: 20... Big, 25.
0: Year younger than me. Now. Yeah. How is it?
1: Um, It's good. It's uh, how do I explain it? It's hard work because you really don't get much lazy time because you you come home from training or, or yeah you come home from training and then you turn into I guess yeah being a dad and that takes over most of the time when you're when you're not training. So it is hard work being an athlete and then also trying to take care of a baby as well, because as you know, after you train year, you're not really up for so much. So it's hard work, but in saying that it's more rewarding than it is hard work. Um, so yeah, it's, uh, it's a big kind of life change, but in a good way. You, know, you don't, before all I had to really think about was myself and what I was doing. And you a lot of the time you get caught in the in the cycling bubble and that's all you think about, and your whole life just revolves around just that, whereas this gives you a bit more perspective and um yeah, I don't know, it just changes you i think
0: yeah well, and especially with what's going on at the moment are you can you run us through like what what's what's your day look like what how are you approaching this? Lockdown.
1: Well, if I run you through like let's say typical day. Well like my training varies just like normal. Like some days I'll have nothing. Like today I'm not doing anything, no training. Um whereas yesterday I had like three sessions. I had to do gym, I had to do uh a trainer session, and then straight after that trainer session I had to do like sprints on on like the road out front of my apartment. It was like not allowed to go far. So and I tried to do sprints in my my turbo, but then, um, yeah, it wasn't really working. So then, yeah, I was speaking to my coach, and he was like, "All right, just try to go out on the road and then do them." So I literally like two hundred meters up and down the street, just doing some like couple second sprints, um, which mm-hmm. isn't ideal, but
0: does it work? I mean, it's
1: better than doing it. Yeah, man, I can still do the sprints. So.
0: What happens if you try and sprint on the trainer?
1: Well, I tried to do a sprint on the trainer the other day, and I think I was broke it. it was like it wasn't moving anymore. So I was like, then after that, I called in, I was like, I don't think sprints are going to work on here. And they were seated like big gear sprints as well. So if I was doing like a like a proper max sprint, I don't know if it would really work. And it like slips and stuff, so it's just hard to replicate like a real sprint. It was like on the road yesterday. I did sixteen hundred watts. I think on the trainer. You go from nothing to 1600 watts, train will like shit itself a little bit.
0: You blow up the power grid if you're on an e race.
1: Yeah, maybe. I hope I don't have to do any e races.
0: You're not a fan? I'm
1: terrible. No, not at all. I'm terrible at like, stuff like that. I'm only good because I can hide and bunch and all that kind of stuff. Whereas an e race can't really hide in you. I don't know how it works with drafting and everything, but it's easier to draft on the road.
0: So, you haven't been? Have you been using their e-sport apps, or have you been just just doing like old school turbo kind of?
1: No, no, I I use Zwift like every time I go on the trainer because yeah, it's good to actually kind of see something. But I usually do Zwift and then like watch a TV show or watch some YouTube or something as well, or listen to podcasts, um, which makes it kind of bearable. My coach's been pretty good with me. Like he's not making me do too much. I think the most I have to do in a day is two hours. And, and it's usually probably split up between two sessions. I just do like two one-hour sessions or um, maybe like the most in one session is like an hour and a half. Like since, I, since Paris Nice, I haven't done more than two hours of riding. But there's good news because I think yesterday the French government announced that they're going to let people out, I think on the 11th of May or something. So that means I should be able to go training, which is then like, I'm not not stressed at all because there's plenty of time to get ready for for the races. Like best case scenario, I think my first race will be in the middle of July. And then my, you know, my targets will stay the same because you know, I think I still do the Tour de France. I don't know if I'll do the Giro because it's like, 10 days between them or something between the tour and the Giro. Um, but like, as normal, like the, the main goal of the year will stay the tour. And if I get, if I get out on the bike on 11th of May, then it's almost too much time to prepare. So I'm not stressed at all. And I think I believe that the, the countries that have been actually locked inside and can't train outside will have the, the upper hand on, on the countries that were able to train outside because, I've seen guys training like full gas still. Um, but usually the season ends in like end of September, really. Um, the start of October. And now it's going to go maybe to the end of November. So, yeah. I mean, if you're, if you're flying now, then there's not much point because they're not <laughs> racing for another few months.
0: So, overall, you've been taking t- toning it back a little bit. Or a lot, even.
1: Well, yeah, a lot compared to what I usually do. But in relative terms, like if I was three months out from the season start, which basically I am now, I mean, I wouldn't be doing more than what I'm doing now. Probably doing less than what I'm doing now. I probably wouldn't be doing anything. I want to call my coach now and tell him that I want to take the next two weeks off and then start training again when I can go out on the road because I never, like, you never take. I don't know how. How long is it? Four months. What are we? April, May, June, July. Yeah, we're four months out from the tour. If I keep training, and then I'm actually worried I've got too much time to train. So, don't know what I want to
0: do. Get yourself to a holiday. Well, a holiday inside.
1: Well, if we're allowed out on the 11th of May, then probably go on holiday. Um. I'll probably, I'll try, I'll try to go somewhere probably that I can train just to, because I've been in my apartment, stuck in my apartment for like a couple of months now. Um, so it might be go, nice to go, I don't know, rent a house or something somewhere and have some space, some freedom. Where would you go? I don't know. Like, I'd even be nice, like rent a house in, um, in France somewhere or in New York or something like that, where, where you can train well. Um, Well, I don't know, it depends on the situation and and what's going on. Because I know France, I don't know, like, yeah, they're going to open the streets up for people, like walk around and everything, but I don't know if they're going to open hotels or if you can travel freely or or what the goal is going to be. I don't really know the the details of it, but I just think that we're going to be able to train, so that'll be good.
0: So, mate, was actually good. Like what what what's the what's the attraction?
1: No, it's just a nice place to go on holiday. <laughs> it's more of a holiday place than a than a training place. But then a lot of people go training there because, you know, they come from though usually people go training there in winter. So they come from like Belgium or Netherlands or something where it's, you know, super cold and rainy and snowy. And then there in winter it's like eighteen to twenty degrees. Like, that's where we have our training camp every year. Um, and sometimes you're out in, like, Nixon, Jersey in December. Um, so I think it's, like, more the weather that attracts people there. Because you wouldn't see many pros going there in um, in summer because, yeah, everywhere is pretty, pretty good weather and um, then it's super busy, actually. So it's actually really, like, not a good place to go, I think, in summer for, for training. But in winter, it's super quiet because there's no tourists around and. The training roads are good, and the weather is really good, so I think that's probably the main attraction for, for the riders. But I want to go there on holidays.
0: Um, what have you been watching on the turbo?
1: Just started watching the Michael Jordan documentary. How good is it? Um, have you watched it?
0: Yeah, oh, I watched the first two episodes.
1: Yeah, no, it's really good.
0: Have you got the I whole love thing? Watching,
1: uh, have you got the whole no, 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 thing? No, I only got. No, I only got the first two episodes as well. But I love sporting documentaries. they we'll kind of run out. It's like, it's only, only kind of very few that you can watch. Um, but what's I watch? I watched, I watched a TV series called The Staircase, which was weird. Um, what else? Oh, I guess. That one went for a long time, actually. Um, I don't even have time to like binge watch TV series because by the time I, my daughter goes to bed and I eat dinner I'm only up for like two hours and then I go to sleep as well. Um, I don't sit there and watch TV series with her about like murders and stuff so there's only like a couple of hours a day that maybe I'll watch TV but then there's other stuff to do as well so yeah, it's really it's not that much time to like I'm still I still get to the end of the day with my wife and I'm still like it's likely there's not enough time in the day, which is, I think, a good thing. Like, i am never, like, just sitting around, like, shit, what am I going to do now? Like, there's always something to do.
0: Do you think back to, like, uh, first year or Neo Pro years um, and go, if this was happening right now, things would be a whole lot tougher?
1: If this was happening when I was a Neo Pro? Yeah. Well, yeah. Because I was by myself in the studio then, like a studio apartment. So, um, I've been mean, very, very bored. Like, I think if you're living by yourself, then this time could be really hard, because you know, like, at least I have a lot of social interaction with my wife and my daughter. Um, you know, I think the people with kids are like super busy because, yeah, even if you have an older kid that goes to school now, you have to entertain. Um, entertain your kids and I think most of the parents will be kind of yeah pretty tired I guess at the end of the day still because unless you just like sit your kid in front of the tv and they watch tv or they play playstation or whatever but if you actually have to entertain them um, then I think it's pretty exhausting
0: yeah exactly well good to chat yeah, are we going Insta Live? So, le- are we going Insta Live next week or this week? Yeah,
1: we'll go Insta Live.
0: All right, we'll get some yeah. Q and A going. All right. All right, thanks, dude. Got yeah, people sending questions, and we'll answer them.